everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Misguided Miscreants podcast. Of course, I'm JJ, and I'm with my co-hosts, Andy and MJ. What's up? Yo. Yo, what's up? What it do? Yo, man. It's a... Uh, so this one's going to be a, a good one, and also kind of a interesting... We're going to try to do some... some uh, I don't say soul-searching. That sounds too crazy. <laughs> but we're going to do some reflection, and also just talk about some recent events. Um, specifically... This was influenced by the recent increase in attacks on Asian Americans, specifically elder elderly Asian Americans in the U.S. ever since the beginning of like COVID pandemic, basically. And uh, obviously this is nothing new, but it's definitely been way more of an issue since the start of the pandemic for obvious reasons, right? Um, I don't want to recount those instances just because of how like, violent they are but i'm pretty sure if you're listening you know you know what i'm talking about like the elderly people that have been pushed and attacked in very vicious ways by killed it, basically. Ooh, i don't know just what killed yeah a couple yeah. of people have been killed has it been a couple or i only remember one was it a, was it one wasn't one that a, i well, know that was there was one that i knew of that happened last year where someone was set on fire did oh yeah i don't remember that i at heard all. about that Holy shit yeah. I think it was in New well, York. Well, the very first, I think it was New York. I, yeah. I could be wrong, but yeah, I remember. I, I know what you're talking too. about. I remember. Um, but specifically, um, the one where the older man died was in Oakland, right? Or Vallejo. Oakland? Or San Francisco. Oh, Vallejo. Um, oh, yeah, so. Was it Vallejo? <laughs> it was, I don't know. Vallejo, <laughs> Oakland, somewhere in the Bay Area. Basically, our our home um, where we're originally from right now we live in orange county um yeah so we wanted to talk about we don't want to just relive these instances but i also i just wanted to give like in the beginning i wanted to give some historical context because this is like i said it's nothing new like this is not this is the result of something that's been like years in the making and there's just so many aspects and facets to it that i don't think people some people haven't really connected the dots so um, real quick, I just have a couple of articles pulled up. I'm not going to read them through because I don't want to just read text. But um, so here in the 19th and early 20th centuries, Asian Americans working as immigrant laborers in the U.S. were villainized and often subjected to horrendous racial violence as the sinister, quote, yellow peril. The experience of discrimination created solidarity. This is important because I want to talk about this, too. Um, created solidarity with the black community, which um, says Rene Tajima Pena, the producer of Who Killed Vincent Chin. Um, which is uh, a documentary, and they were they were quoted in this art this time article. Um, and then it goes on to say, Frederick Douglass denounced the Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882, and an Indian immigrant served as the editor of Negro World in the early 20th century. That's what the uh, I think it was a news column was called back then. So I want to talk about how the Asian American experience is very tied to the black American experience, especially in relation to like activism and social justice. So in the same article, they'd also talk about the civil rights movement introduced new ways of thinking about justice and equality in the US in the United States. Asian American leaders drew inspiration from and provided support for black freedom fighters. For example, after Japanese Americans were seen as threats and sent to detention camps during world world war II, the community offered support to civil rights leaders trying to repeal the emergency detention act over concerns that black activists could be subject to the same kind of treatment. So even though, this is crazy, because even though Japanese Americans would be, were being treated very poorly in the U.S., they were like, hey, we don't want black people to be treated the same, to be like, treated how we're being treated, so they like actively spoke out against that. Also, the term 
the term Asian American, like as it was coined in the U.S., obviously, um, was coined in 1968 by UC Berkeley students who were inspired by the Black Power movement. So, like, it seems like a no-brainer, like, oh, Asian American, that's just describing Asians in America, right? Yeah. Like, that would have been, like, an obvious term, but, like, it started specifically um, because the... I don't know. It doesn't have the, the name of the woman. It was a, it was a female Japanese woman um, who was a UC Berkeley student and a couple of other people who coined this term because she was heavily inspired by the inspired by the black power movement. Um, so Asian American students rallied alongside black student organizers and other ethnic groups as part of the third world liberation front at San Francisco state. That's a dope ass name, by the way, <laughs> third world <laughs> yeah. liberation front at San Francisco state and UC Berkeley in the late sixties, which culminated in student strikes that led to equal education opportunities and the creation of ethnic studies programs. Activists like Yuri Kochiyama and Grace Lee Boggs not only pulled insights from black radical frameworks for Asian American liberation, but were also strong and, at, and active advocates for black social justice movements. So the reason why I bring up the connection to black, move, black power movements and black civil rights is because with these like attacks on like asian elderly people a lot of what i've been seeing on like social media and just like in general there's like this weird blame game of like some people are just like oh well the perpetrators were black making generalizations like well Mm -hmm. black people need to be held accountable or like why aren't black lives matter talking about this and it's like that's really problematic for several reasons because it's missing the point you know and this can also be tied to when you think about them everyone knows the term model minority myth right and some people, even some Asian Americans might not fully understand it, but some people don't understand it to its full extent and why it's a big deal. Because not only does it hurt Asian people because it paints them in a way where it it treats them as a monolith, meaning like they're all the same. And like it also sets up unrealistic expectations, right? Like, oh, you know, the, the model minority myth is, oh, you know, Asian people were immigrants to America and they were doing really well financially and, and educational um, and academically. Why couldn't black people? And it was literally created specifically to pit Asian Americans against black people in America. And so the reason why I say this is connected to this issue is because like, while that is an issue for Asian Americans, it also, in a way, people don't want to hear this, but some Asians benefit from that too. Because the whole point of the model minority myth is to denigrate black people even more. And by just by proxy, like, some Asian people are held in a higher light and they benefit from like that, that pseudo privilege. And I call it pseudo privilege because it's obviously Asian people aren't white. They don't have that kind of privilege. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, but this is important to think about because all you're doing when you're saying is like, Oh, why aren't black people held accountable? Oh, this is how they are. Like, do you, like think, think about what you're saying. Like you're so racist. Yeah. You're using the same rhetoric that white supremacists would use against black people. So, like I wanted to bring that up because like that's important. Like we're there's supposed to be solidarity, right, between people of color, minority groups. But this is exactly what they want. And for for some people to make that connection, try to make that connection, and be like, oh well, you know, this is why I don't support Black Lives Black Lives Matter, or I don't support it anymore, or whatever the case is. And if that's the case, you never supported it that strongly to begin with. Um. So I think people kind of need to like realize like. There, first of all, there's a historical connection between black and Asian Americans. Like, there's always been solidarity historically, and what they wanted to do was create this model minority myth to like drive a wedge between that, and that's what's happening now with this. So, like, yes, the black people who perpetrated those acts, that's yeah, they deserve to be punished. But like, what's happening too? Um, 
You know who Daniel Day Kim is? Yep. Right? Yeah. Um, he's a, a Korean actor, Korean-American actor, um, and also Steve Yun, or Steve, Steve Yun, Steve Yun. How do you pronounce his last name? The guy from... Yun. Yun, the, yeah. from The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, on Twitter, they were like when... Uh, I forgot which act happened recently, a few weeks ago. When it happened, they were calling for like, oh... Um, I'll give a whatever twenty thousand dollars reward for people who can provide information on the perpetrator, right? Um, and bring them to bring them to justice. Which, yes, bringing them to justice, whatever. Yeah, that's fair. But like the way that's that was like framed, mm-hmm. it's kind of problematic. How's it framed? If you think about, because what happened was is like they were calling for specifically yeah um information but like um i forgot i don't know if it was them or just people who were supporting this act were like oh yeah um and also that means that we need to have more uh we need to have better policing or more police presence right and the reason why that's problematic is because i mean just think about (laughs) the history of interaction that black people have had with police especially in the last decade right so for you to just be like, oh, the issue, the solution to this issue is to have more police. It's like, so you're going to expose more black people to police and put them in situations where, like, their lives can be put in danger. Hey, I, I actually have a, um, I, I know what you're talking about because um, I don't think it was Stephen Ewan. It was a, it was a different actor named Daniel Wu. And he's a, he's a Oakland, or not Oakland, but like an East Bay resident. But then him and... Um, Daniel Day Kim, they came up with like, like a reward bounty, basically, right? So to to see yeah. if they can get like any information on the people who actually committed these crimes. Okay, I stand corrected. I don't know why I, I saw. I felt like I saw his name somewhere. Maybe it was part of it, but but I'm sure it was because I've seen footage of like at least Daniel uh, Daniel Wu like with the the government of East Bay or something like that. They they held some press conference. Okay. Yeah, I could have sworn it was like, like, I know there was one celebrity, which was Daniel Day Kim, and I could have sworn there was a second one, but I might have to look into that separately. Cause yeah, I mean, Daniel could was, be a different issue. I guess is a less known actor, but yeah. He, oh, he's an actor? Yeah, he's an actor, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, okay, I stand corrected. Yeah, but oh, my point still stands is like, yeah, it, it came across to some people as like a bounty, which, you know, like, put you know, putting bounties on people is kind of cool kind of weird right and also the increased police presence thing like or just increased policing which i've been seeing more people more asian people in like asian activist communities have been saying like yeah uh we need more policing um which is like what do you have you not been paying attention to like what black lives matter has been talking about and one of the things they've been trying to prevent which was increased policing and it could lead to like innocent black people yeah getting hurt exactly exactly yeah Yeah, that was my point um and all that to say that this issue is like it's systemic man and i don't like people hear this all the time like systemic racism or white supremacy and the reason why i wanted to give this context is because like it's not just like oh okay let me back up this violence towards asian people is obviously i would is abhorrent it's like it's atrocious right it should not be a thing right but also what we're not going to do is perpetuate this weird like anti-blackness and stereotypes in order to like try to fix the issue 
because that's not the issue. The issue is, well, one of the issues is white supremacy and you know, upholding those ideologies. And that, but that's not to say, and this is something I actually read earlier that makes a lot of sense to me, where um, if you just say, oh, well, it's white supremacy. So that kind of implies like Asian people don't have any, or Asian people who are saying that don't have any accountability, like in terms of like, well, you know, it's white supremacy. So like, it's not really their fault that they're saying that, which that's not fair because they do have to take some like, people who say that do have to take accountability for what they're saying. You know what I mean? Wait, who, who are we talking about right now? I know what it is. What I'm saying is there are people out there. So the issue is white supremacy because they're the ones who created these systems in the first place to be able to be like, oh, increase policing. Oh, um, yeah, we're seeing black people as the issue because they're they're that's the same rhetoric that they use that white supremacists use. Right. So what I'm saying is white supremacy is not the only issue, because if you just say, well, they're saying this because, well, yeah, white supremacy, it's feeding them these lies about black people and they're going to perpetuate these stereotypes. Right. That's true. That is what's happening. But these same people also need to do some self-reflection and be like, like, still have to take accountability for what you're saying. You know what I mean? You can't just write it off and be like, oh, well, he didn't know any better. He's just a victim of white supremacy. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Who's the victim? The the Asian person who's saying something like that, saying like, oh, why are black people like this? Oh, oh. black people need to be held accountable. Oh, I don't support Black Lives Matter because they're not speaking about this. Instead of attacking black people, t- talk about the system, which is white supremacy, right? That's part of the system. But also, like I'm saying, that's not to say that absolves them of any accountability for being anti-black. You know what I mean? So if you go out there and say, well, this is how black people are as an Asian person because they're attacking an Asian person. You're part of the problem in that, yes, you're perpetuating white supremacy, but also you're still saying that. You can't just write it off as being like, well, that's what white supremacy taught me. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now now I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like you're still being an asshole, but yeah. And to your point, like, cause, cause I, I've just been lightly just following like, um, Daniel Wu and to your point, you're saying like people who misconstrue that message is, is being anti black lives matter. Right. Not exactly the actions that they follow through on. If that makes sense. Like, 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 for example, like Daniel Day Kim and Daniel Wu um, put out a message saying they're for $25,000 to get information on whoever did this, right? Right. You're not saying like that's a, that's like an issue that shouldn't be done, but more about like the, the comments that followed after that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So I'm talking about, I'm not even talking about their, their action specific, but I'm okay. talking specifically, but I'm talking about how, some people like there's this discourse between and it's it's weird because there's in-group fighting and between group fighting and stuff like that in terms of like activism and people trying to address the issues because some people are out there saying like um well the main issue is like they're subscribing to these white supremacists like stereotypes and ideologies which yes that is true so what that's saying is like well they're placing the blame on white people like solely like entirely and while primarily they are you're still accountable for what you say and do. So if you're an Asian person and you're and you're also perpetuating like black stereotypes or like painting them entire as a collective as, in a negative way, you still have to take accountability and do some self-reflection and realize you're also saying something fucked up. 
you know yeah like it's not just the white supremacy talking <laughs> like you can't just be right. like well you, that's what i'm saying so okay i don't know yeah, if, yeah. yeah. i might have just not been clear but yeah that makes sense yeah i mean especially in like the asian culture there's tons of stereotypes and like mm-hmm. you know about black people in general yeah mm-hmm. and that's a good segue because that's what i wanted to talk about next yeah. so i wanted to ask you both of you and whoever wants to go whenever like basically both both when did you first realize that people were a- racist towards asian people and also when did you real first realize maybe some you're like i don't know family you don't you don't have to name them maybe your family member or a friend or someone in your friend circle or just even out in society when did you realize people were racist towards black people because they're connected like i said in the beginning who wants to go first <laughs> and, and like what was your experience with that <laughs> i can go first <laughs> It, like I said, you don't have to name people or like, yeah, yeah you don't. Yeah. To, well, to, to your first question was, when did I first real like notice like racism, I guess, towards me or in general? In general. In, in general. general. To Asians. To Asians. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, that's that's the same thing. Where, where, and it like, it's really just when I was really young in elementary school. And it's just like, you can count that as, I don't know, like kids being like ignorant right like i'm talking Maybe. about like yes. elementary <laughs> yeah. school ignorant you know like mm-hmm. you don't know what you're saying and you know you, like you get made fun for being chinese right like that's that, that was everywhere like back back then even even in growing up in Delhi city where it's yeah. like predominantly <laughs> where everyone's asian, asian. But, yeah but like you get made fun of because you're specifically like chinese right so that for me was like my first time realizing that um and to your second question, like when did I first see that? Man, like I don't know the like. There wasn't any specific moment, but just a lot of vague like memories of. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like anything discreetly said. It was like, it wasn't something like, oh, you know, you shouldn't, you know, hang out with black people. Like that was never said. But it was more about, like, especially like in the. In Chinese culture, right? When when your family friends are talking in in Chinese or Cantonese, and they would refer to black people as um, in Cantonese "hakguai," right? Which which is different from saying "hakyan," which which means black person, right? But when you're saying mm. "hakguai," like that that last part, like "hak" means like black, right? The color black, but "guai." I think roughly translates to like, um, I don't know what the exact word is, but like you would say guai as in, as like a ghost or like uh, something that, you know, that's not good, right? Mm. So basically something that's not human. Basically, if, w- yeah. Like, yeah. Like a black something, right? Hot guai, like, yeah. like that, you know, it's, 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 said so, it's said so casually, like, like whenever I hear it, like I, I notice it, but like, that's that's how like you know those i mean people members of my family and like when they talk to other people when they refer to black people and it wasn't even like the context of those conversations aren't even like um denigrating them or aren't even insulting them they're just like talking to them as if they're just a person like you know he just came in came out whatever you know so, some ra- random context the context was even malicious but it was it's that referring to like a black person as a hot white meaning like 
you know, it's it's just so common. I don't know. Like that that's that's just what I grew up with. Yeah. I was gonna say it sounds like normalized, like whereas yeah. like they don't it's they don't think twice about saying it even if they're not actively like like you said, being malicious, yeah. which is a it's a different uh form of I don't want to get too much into jargon, but some we call it like microaggressions, which is do you know what a microaggression is? No. Either of you? No. I no. mean I think. Okay. Uh yeah, so microaggression, so when you say micro it doesn't mean small, but really it means like the regular or everyday or almost everyday occurrence of like um see what's an example. It's not like overt racism, but it's like actions, words, phrases, things people do say that kind of like um are there are racists like at its core, but like it's like um Oh, okay. Like, I don't know. Like when you're a kid and you have like food from home, right? Say you're like, you're Chinese, right? You're, you have food from home and you're around other non-Asian mm. people. You open your lunchbox and they go, ew, that smells weird. That's a microaggression. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's everywhere, honestly. Yeah, like, exactly. And it's, it's yeah. like regular. So yeah. like, it's not overt. And with black people, it's easier to say because it happens so often, but it's like, oh, can I touch your hair? Um, or like a white person going up to a black person and assuming that they talk a certain way. So they'll talk to them like... <laughs> Like they're from the hood, right? Or like they're like ratchet, right? Ratchet quotations. And then, you know, makes them look stupid, right? That's a microaggression. Um, but yeah, or like making fun of how your food smells, how you dress, or just in passing saying something that they don't think is a big deal, but is actually messed up to say. So that's essentially, that's what that word is too. Like, because other, other minorities and people of color can do that against each other too. But yeah. That reminds me of that TikTok you had sent me where... Well, I think you sent it to me where they were saying how people in different languages have a name, like a specific like word for um black people, right? Like in a mm -hmm. negative way. Was that the TikTok yeah. you sent me? Yeah. It was he was a half black, half Samoan guy. And he said he was having a conversation with one of his I don't know if it was a family member or just a close friend. Um and how they realized uh, that in in Samoan there's a word. It's it's similar to what you were saying, Andy. There's a word. I I, don't, I can't. I don't know what the word is because I, you know, it's not my language. But basically, the gist of it was that um, whenever they refer to anyone else of another ethnicity in Samoan, um, there's a specific like structure they use where it's like a respectful way to say what they are. But when it comes to addressing black people, they're the only ones where when they use a specific like wording structure where it basically it roughly translates to them just like, um, I don't know if it's like black thing or like just black whatever. Basically, like I was saying earlier, like not making them sound human. Yeah, like subhuman. Like dehumanizing them. Yeah, subhuman. Yeah, that's the word. Um, and then there was a, a, on top of that, there was another video where it was like, uh, I think it was a, a Latina woman. And she was talking about how like there's another word in Spanish for black people, but it's also equivalent of calling them like, like a roach, which in English is also a derogatory term towards black mm -hmm. people. Right. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's so true. Like there's also an equivalent of that in mm -hmm. the Galug. Mm -hmm. So like, bro, like that's crazy to me, man. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. It's like, they all framed it that way. It's like, what? Yeah. 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 And it's like, uh, oh yeah. In the original video that I sent you, he was also making the point of, uh, um, 
they had to have gotten that from somewhere else because the way he yeah. was describing the way the word was, it's not it doesn't follow any traditional uh, Samoan language rules. Yeah. So meaning that they inherited it from someone else, aka the colonizers. <laughs> so, dude, like you I know, I wouldn't be surprised, right? Because like it seems like all these countries that we talked about were colonized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but there's no there's no other like derogatory like word for even other cultures except black people seems like yeah yeah yeah, exactly that's what yeah exactly that's my point and that's why that's important to think about when like it goes back to what i said in the beginning like making sure you're not perpetuating the same kind of hate just like yes these people deserve justice yes people deserve to be punished but like you have to think about what you're saying in the context of what you want and how to solve these issues and making sure that you don't also negatively affect the other communities in the name of yours like don't bring other people down in the name of trying to uplift yours, you know, like, because we're all in the same boat. Well, roughly the same boat. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> but, so you're saying, like, the, the people who, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people don't even know what you're talking about in terms of, like, that historical context of um, Asian and like black communities. Those, yeah. Like, had, had solidarity. Those kind of things. Yeah. And, like, realize what they're doing when they're saying, like, because it's easy to, to say, like, once you see a series of, seems like black teens or young adults attacking yeah, yeah. asian americans and even like 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 you said like before in the beginning of the year it wasn't just elderly like they would be attacking mm-hmm. like anybody seems like it was anybody that they assumed yeah. was asian yeah and so, so so i as you said like the message here is to like when you see that what should you do because like how, how like it's hard to make that connection. Oh, like all these black people are attacking these Asian, Asian people. Like, wait, when you see when you see the actual thing happening, or when you see people saying that about the issue, both. Like, if, oh, okay. if I were to see that on social media, how should I react? Um, I mean, that's a really good question. Well, the first thing is like you have to like not be have a knee jerk reaction, and that's like with anything, right? And that's easier said than done. I get it, but I don't know, man. It's just to understand that like the issue is deeper than just oh black people are doing this oh people hate asian people like yeah that is it but mm-hmm. like why it's, right. it's all yeah you always have to think about behind the scenes and what really led up to that point yeah you have to recognize the whole root of the issue the root the yeah the root of the issue i'm actually going to talk i'll talk more about this at the near the end of the episode because i want to be able to just get it all in like get all in the context in and, and your guys' experiences because i know you said um you mentioned the language thing but is there any other is there any other like like you said there wasn't like a specific instance but like have you ever noticed this kind of thing like have you noticed this happening after that like was there any other things that you noticed happening yeah when i was in was specifically um racism towards asian americans and again me which was when i went to uh, uh germany um during college just like a vilification and I'm not, I'm not sure if I told you guys this story, but like, I'll just, we were just, my sister and her friend and I were just walking and there's just this old, like German dude, um, like did the, you know, the Chinese eyes thing. Oh like, my God. Like, really? we, were just walking, really? we were just walking by him. And then, um, I'm not sure if he was drunk because it was like maybe in the afternoon and yeah. he, he might've been, you know, loose in the heads or something. Cause he was pretty old. And then he said, um, he didn't yell, but he just like he was kind of like in, in, in like a mocking kind of tone. Like he said "Chinois," which to me I thought 
Okay, that sounds really French. Is that how you say Chinese in in German? Like I don't know. And that 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 was the first thing that stuck in my head. I'm like, okay. And then I was like, oh, okay. He's racist, or like not racist, but he's doing like a pretty racist thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> racism. <laughs> Damn, yeah. I no, you never told us that. Yeah. I knew you were in Germany. Yeah, at one point, but that's crazy, dude. And to be fair, like that, that was the only time it happened. Like other than that, like that trip was great. But it was, yeah, I just chalked it up to like, okay, it's just an old crazy dude, like being racist. <laughs> <laughs> old crazy dude, old crazy drunk. Yeah, German dude, possibly drunk. Yeah. Dang. Other than that, that's like the most recent one that's not besides like microaggressions as you as you mentioned, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, like microaggressions is it doesn't mean small, but it just means like the regular regularly occurring like actions, words, things that people experience in the workplace, at home, or on the street. Um, what about you? MJ. Um, so with Asian racism, I don't know. I'm trying to remember if anything has ever happened to me specifically, and I don't really remember anything. I mean, it could just be deep in my subconscious yeah, somewhere, you know, or something that I don't want to remember. But like, I don't really remember. Um, but I knew I. I knew that it was happening, though, just because of, like, you know, when you see it on TV, like, certain episodes or, like, in movies. Um, yeah, media. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like the media. Yeah, basically. For both, um, I guess, racism for black and Asians, I've seen it more for black people um, in media, obviously. But also, I mean, yeah, I think I've seen it more for black people. Um, the racism, like it personally, um, especially like, um, within my family, like their microaggressions oh, yeah. and everything. Um, like if you were to see like a black person in the street, like they would, you know, tell you like, oh, be careful around, you know, around that they might steal your stuff. When yeah. I was younger, I would hear that, and Man. I'm just like, what? <laughs> it's like, why would you think that? Um, and then also in high school. I briefly dated a black guy, <laughs> um, and da- when dated <laughs> what? <I> was like... <laughs> <laughs> when was this? <laughs> yeah, it was before JJ. <laughs> uh huh. It was, I think, freshman year, right? I don't know, but like I remember, you know, like my mom would just like, like when she found out, it's like, oh, just you know, make sure she he doesn't come in the house. Or in the apartment, you know, he might steal something, you know, that kind of thing. And it's, yeah. I mean, he was, he is kind of a dick. But <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, he was an asshole. <laughs> but <laughs> not because he was I black. Mean, not because he's black, though. He's just an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah. But that's still an example of how, like, I've heard stories of Filipino parents mm-hmm. and just things on online about people telling their stories of how, like, yeah, oh, you know, why are you dating this black guy? Or if you date a black guy, be careful. And it's like, dude, what? Mm-hmm. Where, where did they learn that from? Like yeah, and also in Filipino culture, oh, yeah. they glorify having lighter skin. Yep. Um, if you're dark, they like like people go out of their way to buy this like papaya soap or something, and they like whitening. Try to whiten their skin, and I knew like that was a thing, and I didn't really 
back then I didn't really tie it together, you know, with like with the racism and everything. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew that was a thing. Just I didn't. I just never tied it with racism. But I, I knew like, that was. That I feel happened. like that's a thing with like every Asian culture. Yeah, it seems like right. Yeah. And I don't know why, because if you think about it, in Filipino culture, like the native Filipinos, they're dark. You know, the the lighter skin people, they're the reason why they're light skin is because of the colonizers. You know, this the mix of Filipinos and Spaniards. And then, you know, you end up being lighter. So it's pretty crazy just thinking about it. You know, like and if you think about it too, like in Philip in the Philippines, the more successful people are the light skinned people. And Most then the darker mixed the dark skinned people or yeah, the mixed mixed people. And then the you know the dark-skinned people are like in poverty and there's like that whole correlation yeah i mean it just it makes so much sense Mm -hmm. i mean like when you think it's like man it's so it's so uh and it's rooted back to the colonizers yeah i was saying i was trying to think of the word i I don't know why i keep forgetting what root but it's so deeply rooted (laughs) it's so deeply it just expands everywhere it reached I mean, it reached the Philippines through the Spaniards and America because America took control of the Philippines after, yeah, after Spain did and forced their views on them too. And the the obsession with white skin has to, like, obviously, I mean, where else would it come from, dude? Like, it has to do with that colonist, colonial mindset of, like, well, we're led to believe that white is superior, white skin is more beautiful, it's fair fair skin is beautiful. Um, If you're darker, you're not you're less than yeah it's pretty crazy oh you know what I have, I have another story that i don't think i told you guys and this this is really recent actually and it's i don't think it's like a it's like not a direct thing of racism like not overt but or explicit yeah but like thinking about it more there may or may not have been something to do with me being like asian right so it was, it was after after work, and at the time I worked in San Francisco by the Giants Stadium, right? So this, this happened the same day that there was a Giants game. So after work, um, left my office, I was just walking to my car, right? And this dude, I don't, I forgot like what ethnicity he was. He was either, he's either white or Latino, but like, you know, one of those like ambiguous Latino, maybe white people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and Light passing. Yeah, yeah. So we're so we're, so we were like walking towards each other, and I I really didn't notice him. That's why I can't really call exactly what he looked like. And out of nowhere, he he like grabs me by my shirt. What? And like and like just pushes me against the wall, right? Just like this, right? With, with this two fists out. And then I was literally my expression was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I I clenched my fist, right? Cause like, I forgot what he said. He said something too, cause I th- he was for sure drunk. Um, but he said something. That I I just I don't remember what it was. I was more so just like confused. Like, damn. Like I just I'm tired as fuck. I don't know what's going on. But we about to throw down. About to throw down. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then his girlfriend came up to me. Like as he was holding me, his like he was holding me, and his girlfriend came up to me next to him, saying, "I'm so sorry. He's drunk. Like, please don't do anything." I'm just like. And I just, I don't know. I just started smiling. I'm like, oh, okay. That's what's happening. 
like he's drunk and he's he thinks he's tough shit right yeah and, and then what? so so I, I just let it go and then like we just walked our, our separate paths what and the hell? What? yeah i was just, I was just so confused and then i was thinking about it more and i was like man should i have done something like should i have punched his ass because like <laughs> i thought about you know that whole um yeah, punch his ass the whole thing about like asians being like pushovers and passive yeah yeah mm. i was just like man that was a perfect opportunity to knock his ass out but he was drunk and that was that was, that was the first thing i thought of like when, when his girlfriend came up to me and just said like please please sorry like don't do anything like she she looked genuinely like like sorry basically and so that, that's why i let it go and that's why like, after that the fact i was just like should i have done something you know like that granted he, he, he didn't he didn't yeah exactly or anything he just like grabbed my shirt and like Push me against the wall and like it didn't hurt, but I was just like I was legitimately more confused than like yeah. afraid or anything. And it caught like, you off guard, fuck? yeah. 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 I know. He put your hand he put hands on you, like, what? Yeah, first of all, she needs to leave that dude. I think I she hasn't already. Hopefully she did. Because f- what the why? Because he got issues. He, drunk or not, like I feel like it's still not a hundred percent justification. Yeah. But sometimes when you're drunk, it just amplifies who you already you are. Already, yeah. 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 What you already have. But it, it, was, it was so funny because like after he said that and I just smiled and then he just like let me go and started walking away. I'm just like, what just <laughs> happened is... here? Like, <laughs> was he mad at me? Like, I don't know. The Giants lose or something? <laughs> I know. That's bizarre <laughs> as hell. Dude. No, it's a good Holy. thing though that nothing worse happened because what yeah. the hell? I wish I, I would have. You know, <laughs> pe- pe- you know, you know, shower thoughts. People always like yeah. replay scenarios, but yeah, man, let's let some yeah. anger out, cathartic. Because <laughs> like you would have been justified technically. It would have been self defense. It was. It would have been. Yeah. He if he because he was. Uh, Were there what's, witnesses? What's that word. Oh, there's hell people like, around me. Yeah. So yeah. there were just. Oh yeah, yeah. But the thing Especially was, so. I, like, I don't think. I'm not, I don't think I'm even trying to brag right now, but like I wasn't scared, so I didn't feel like the need to really like defend myself. I just didn't see him as a threat, even though he, he had me against the wall. I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, <laughs> that's like I could take this guy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, totally. Probably, <laughs> probably yeah. Oh my god, what a dick, though. What the hell? I know I that's if he, hell like, Went up to anybody else. But but here's the thing, like. That's when I started thinking about the whole, you know, Asian thing was because yeah. would he have done that to someone else? Mm-hmm. Would he have yeah, enough balls f- to do that to someone else? I, maybe I just looked yeah. unassuming and weak because I was yeah. in like my business attire or whatever, you know. Just and you're like Asian. An Asian, dude. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But that's a, that's a fair, yeah, that's a fair question though. You never know. I don't know. Man. It's you, crazy how they have that. Like, why do people think Asians are so weak and quiet? They do the same thing with women. They think. Yeah. Um, Asian women are passive and like, like meek and yeah, and it's know, like, like no frail and submissive. I ha- I know Asian w- women that are not like that. <laughs> I know, right? It's like what the heck? It's I mean, just like with uh, I, man, everything ties back to racism, man, white supremacy specifically. Yeah, but it's just it's those ideologies that get spread because they want to benefit from the power that they get from making these people seem weak yeah or feeling the power that they get as like that's that, that's like their ultimate end goal it's just making being able to feel that power it's crazy because a lot of these things happen like you know 
back 30, maybe 40 years ago, way before the, that, right? Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Maybe almost a century old, right? And it's it's that kind of, those kind of behaviors that st- still last today, right? Like, Dude, exactly. Yeah, no, that's why I'm saying, that's what I was saying at the beginning, like the history is important because it's easy to trace <laughs> like yeah. to now. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, man, for me, I don't know. I, I consider myself racially ambiguous. Just like, if you look at me, like most people don't know what I am, which yeah. mm-hmm. is really what that means. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm primarily Filipino, but I'm also mixed. Most people assume I'm either white or Mexican. Just like, like not even Mexican is like the first thing that people go to, um, if not white. So I've never directly experienced any like racism or macroaggressions in that way. So for me, it was just like, like what you were saying, MJ, like for other racism towards other people, both Asian and black was also like media for me. And I think this also kind of like speaks to why media representation of it matters. Yeah. Of ethnicities of minorities, people of color is super important. Because one, in different ways, because we're both, even when we're little, especially in the 90s and early 2000s, we're all fed both stereotypes, like both positive and negative stereotypes of different groups of people. Um, And it's also crazy how technically I learned about racism through media in terms of like certain shows or movies might actually portray racism like accurately or semi-accurately, right? And at first you think, well, yeah, oh, it's a movie, it's a TV show. Um, it's fiction, but like, it's still grounded in reality, right? Um, I don't remember what. I don't remember what exactly it was that kind of like made me notice it, but I I used to watch, I used to watch weird. I used to watch like MTV and BET and VH1 a lot, so I saw a lot of music videos. I used to listen to a lot of rap music. I still do, obviously, but um, and I think just like by proxy too, if I was like. Once I started listening to lyrics, for example, I started realizing like, oh, they go through some shit, right? Like, like in turn, like that's media, right? That counts, I think. Um, but yeah, and then it wasn't really until I got into like college and later when I actually thought of like, maybe I should try to like do something to like contribute to this kind of thing. And that's part of the reason why I'm in this grad program that I'm in, for example. But um, I I don't know, like, I guess. I don't know. So part of me wishes that when I grew up that I was traditionally like Filipino. Right. Um, but my mom is very Americanized and that's like not, you know, I don't hold a grudge against her for that. Um, but I do remember like occasionally my mom that like, there was instances where she would like, she has kind of like road rage. Right. So <laughs> um, there are times where people would like, you know, how sometimes people yell out the window or like they flip people off. I, I feel like I remember one instance where, some person was like mad at my mom and then they were like yelling like asian slurs at her oh like (laughs) because like she's very light-skinned but like you can tell she's like filipino or like not you know like she's not white and not hispanic right so she you know by process of elimination she's asian um and people would like basically like yell specifically like anti-chinese racist slurs like it'd be like ching chong type stuff and you're just like first of all she's not even chinese right but that just goes to show you the level of racism or the level of the people that have this kind of racism, like where they're at mentally. Um, and I, when I was a kid, obviously I didn't think much of it, but then later on I remember thinking like, what the fuck? Like, 
first of all, she's not Chinese, but also like, why would, why do you go that way when it comes to just like driving? Like, oh, you like stupid Ching Chong bitch. You don't know how to drive. It's like, what the fuck does that even mean? And also, where did that come from? Because Asians are bad drivers, apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah, where did that come from? Right? Yeah. I Dude. Because I know a lot of Asians that love driving. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, that, that's different from being bad at driving, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> but, I mean, you would imagine if you're that into driving, you'd be pretty yeah. decent at it, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I I, I bet I should have done some research into that because I really don't know how that originated. Because every stereotype has a, has a has an origination, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, that, that, so, that may remind me of um that one Family Guy skit. Do you, remember, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, you'd have to remind me speak speaking of media this will never be like this i feel like this will never happen again but it was basically you know those family guy skits where like they recall a certain memory in the past and it was oh, yeah. it was one making fun of asian women drivers right and oh, it, was just, it was the asian oh, lady she's like okay i changed two lanes over there oh Good luck, everybody <laughs> yeah <laughs> she proceeds so, to like oh change oh lanes God. and just like wreck traffic <laughs> That's so racist, but it's so funny to me. She hopes for the best yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Fucking family guy. Speak, speaking of that, well, not family guy, but like in terms of media and what we, what we watch and consume, do you think a movie like Rush Hour 1 and 2 will ever be made again? Because to me, I feel like those, those movies are one of the, my favorite movies of all time. But like the jokes on there... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like they're very dated. Yeah, they are very dated. Yeah. So not in its entirety, I feel like it would definitely have to be altered and made in uh, the writing would have to be a little different. I mean, and to be fair, you can enjoy those movies and still be critical also of those kind of things like you are right now being right now. True. Um, but but, but, but that's, that's watching like the old movies, but I'm saying like would a movie like that, you know, if have it was a made per se. Now, yeah. Would it do good? Like would people people would be Nah Would they be would they be outraged probably? <laughs> probably. Yeah, they but would have also, to adjust their jokes. That's what I'm saying. It would have to be Yeah. And that the kind of thing. Because there like, is I a way it. to do a joke without yeah. it being based on stereotypes. Yeah. And, yeah. But okay, how how about how about this? So remember the joke in Rush Hour where it was I think like um Carter, Chris Tucker's character, character, um, accidentally punched Jackie Chan, right? And he's like, "Kata," and then yeah. and then Chris Tucker was like, <laughs> "All y'all look alike." Like, All y'all look alike, right? No, Do yeah. you think that is an appropriate joke? To be honest, no. And the only reason why I say that is because that is one of the most prevalent jokes given towards Asian people is that we all look alike, right? And because of that people assume that all Asian people are the same when they're not. Um, but I don't know. That's tough, right? Like it, it's like, cause also there's this thing, I don't know. <laughs> I, I go back to Twitter cause it's like where I see a lot of this stuff too. But, um, a lot of times, some of the, some times racist people do the same thing with black people. It's like, Oh, a lot of black people look the same. Right. And then I don't remember who started this trend, but people started like, doing com- like side-by-side comparisons of like a whole bunch of white celebrities and actors and actresses and no joke up straight they look uh, they all look the same <laughs> a lot of them look 
straight up like copy paste alter a little bit of the edges yeah like and natalie portman just... and uh kira knightley oh <laughs> yes like that's a that's zoe a deschanel or Katy perry <laughs> yes yeah. bruh or any of the chris's Oh yeah, Matt Damon and what I call discount Matt Damon, which I don't know his actual name, but he's, he's in. Um, but I know who you're talking about. He's in Black I know Mirror. You're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, I'm telling you, man. That's the thing. That's different though, because it's flipping it. But yeah, that that joke itself. I mean, it's definitely a little cringe. But uh, like, when you're younger, especially when you're younger too, you're like a little bit less aware of like the context of these things. But that's the thing is like, as long as certain people are aware that it's problematic you're on the right you're starting to be on the right path but yeah i don't know that that i mean that joke is problematic but like for its time they considered it funny and i mean it's not my favorite it's not i, I don't consider that scene one of my favorite scenes that's funny but what's yeah. your favorite scene which in any of the rush hours yep i don't know man there's too many what's the first one I like, that popped I, up in your head the one where in Rush Hour Two, where Carter starts, he they go to that, uh, uh, <laughs> I think it's a Chinese restaurant, that and bar? then he starts singing. Yeah, yeah the yeah. bar, Michael yeah. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that I'm thinking of too. <laughs> the first thirty minutes of Rush Hour Two, dude, is classic. The, dude. the open, yeah. <laughs> Those movies are so stupid, yeah. but they're so funny. Also, part part of it. Now that you mentioned it, that joke is like whatever, but because it was Chris Tucker saying it and how he delivers it. Mm. In, in that in that moment to me makes it funny yeah i can see what you're saying yeah it depends on the delivery yeah because like like during the heat of battle and he made a mistake punching jackie right instead of like it wasn't mean spirit or anything like that yeah 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 i can see what you're saying i was gonna say i guess if you really wanted to explain it in this way it's like there's a whole bunch of other asian dudes in there and he's just like throwing punches wildly and then jackie's yeah. right next to him and then and how else would at he their ex- head yeah, what else would he like? How else would he have confused him? Differentiated you know I mean? them. Like, yeah. Differentiated them because they're also all wearing the same. It was they're wearing ro- robes. It was the same color I robes. Think, were they? Wasn't Jackie? Was it the one I, in I the? Know. I forgot. Was it when they it were in the spa? The spa, the spa yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, they had. <laughs> yeah. Nothing on. Yeah. Wait, was it that one or was it Rush Hour One where he said that? In the restaurant, I think it was Rush Hour Two. You're thinking of. Okay. Yeah, it, was, it was either that one or it was they're in the restaurant um, with Jun Tao. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny to me that he was one of the main antagonists because I feel like he barely said anything in that first movie. Like, he didn't have a lot of dialogue, but he was just like this intimidating. Oh, Jun Tao. Yeah. And then Carter and his whole like, like r- mini rivalry with him or whatever. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Oh wait, wait! You're talking about the 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 Asian dude in Rush Hour One, the antagonist, right? Is that not is that not Juntao? <laughs> no, it's, it's it's the white British dude. That's Juntao. Wait, what? Yeah, that that, that was that was the main antagonist. Because if you remember, oh, like the, the Rush Hour One came out during when um Brit Britain gave the lease back of Hong Kong to <laughs> to China, right? So the British guy he got. He got pretty much got fucked because all of his like treasure has to go back to the nation of China or whatever. That that's that was the whole plot of the story. So how he, how he orchestrated all this? Yeah, an Asian alias. Oh yeah. my! God. How do I not remember this? Yeah. What the? We got that's, that's, that's the big baddie. This mofo. Why has he got a you? 
oh you know what man i don't want to go too much into it but that can also be seen if you if you're talking about like if you want to an an analyze like the way he uses that alias to make him seem more sinister because he's not actually chinese or he's not actually asian but he's using a term and it makes him sound like esoteric and like evil like behind the scenes like ooh, and it turns out to be a white <laughs> british dude and you're like what the f- yeah this mofo like why couldn't you just use your government name fucking beasley or something i don't know some british name well cr- criminally that that would that would be too obvious so if, <laughs> exactly if, 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 you made, if you made a jarvis <laughs> jarvis Jar- yeah jarvis exactly <laughs> yeah <sighs> man that's crazy but yeah so yeah man media representation and consumption is super important to how we portray any any person of color white not white black hispanic asian i was thinking of white because yeah it's a a color or actually it's a lack of a color oh oh um lack of seasoning lack of (laughs) season lack of seasoning um seasonally challenged people uh no um where was i going with this um yeah so to my earlier points i i I wanted to talk about this because it's important to yes recognize these issues that and they, yes they need to be fixed and yes they're part of a lar- they're part of a larger issue and that we should also not be perpetuating anti-blackness in our own com- communities, um, especially in our Asian communities when we talked about how there's different languages, different terms, different like ways we refer to black people, which is like, bro, that's not cool, man. Like we need to stop doing that, right? So we need to like be able to like address the issues within our own communities because obviously if that's your community that's what you're going to care about the most which is that's fair um but you can also care about other communities simultaneously and if if that's something you do i don't say on the side because that makes it sound like it's not important but like simul like if you do and you and you're not able to provide as much focus to it because that's not your community you can still be an ally right and allyship is a huge component to to making steps towards fixing these issues and um i kind of wanted to wrap it up by like talking briefly about how we both us us three and collectively how we can like move forward and progressing through addressing issues of both anti-asian racism and anti-black racism right and i want to start off by saying like no one has to be like in the trenches you don't have to like be a politician you don't have to be an activist no no you don't have to do any of that i get it like some people it, for some people, that's not a th- like something they can do or want to do. But if you're silent, though, you know, that's also kind of a problem. Like, you don't want to just be completely silent, like, just not say anything about anything, right? Um, but what you can do, like, one of the first and easiest steps is just, like, talk about it. Um, talk about it with your friends, with your family, with yourself. Do some self-reflection. Like, you don't actually have to talk to your, like, have, a, have conversations with yourself. Um but like think about the ways in which you may or may not in the past or currently have like biases biases and like things you do or say or think that may be contributing to like if you're asian obviously anti-blackness or if you're not asian anti-asian racism right like the way you refer to things the how you say things the way you things you might assume about certain people's backgrounds um talk about it with your family family and family members and friends right so that's like the first step because that's like your immediate vicinity and then like i don't know things like social media right um people you know call it hashtag activism and they assume like it's not real advocacy like you're not doing anything but the thing is like talking about it on social media raising awareness is like 
still a big it's still a good tool to use like raising awareness and talking about it gets people to understand that it's a thing even if they don't want it to be right like some people don't and and you can talk about this separately like oh how can you not know about it true but also like the more you talk about it the more likely that more people will see it and then they'll talk about it and try to learn about it if they don't know you know educate themselves yeah they can educate themselves and there's also this little like somewhat of like a conversation between like how people of color sometimes feel like or are not feel like sometimes people of color are have how do i say this are give are like given the responsibility that they have to like educate people about their issues right and sometimes like that's warranted but also a lot of the times i feel like they shouldn't have to do the work and what i mean by that is like if you're come from a place of privilege especially if you're white and rich and a male like you should be able to know what's right and what's wrong like you, no one ha- no black, black person shouldn't have to tell you like oh yeah systemic racism exists and you're like oh actually i don't think so because of this it's like well actually you're not listening because if you were then you would you wouldn't say that um so yeah social media po- even posting like i do this all the time um just because it's easy and i also like being petty but i post stuff on my instagram story from tiktok because a lot of people especially black and people of color asian too like put really good videos out there in terms of like education and talking about these issues right so that's one way you can do it um petitioning signing petitions that's sometimes easy to do donating if you can volunteering but that's obviously not an option in pandemic but before volunteering was one way um protesting boy boycotting is another one i mean basically that's just like not buying or not supporting a certain company or product um yeah and just just like those are like the first steps you know and like if you're not actively in the system working from within to to like dismantle it okay i get it but those are still some of the ways you can do it from the outside, you know? But like I said, talking about it is the first step. And it's not the only step, but it's important. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's... That's not an exhaustive list, of course, but, like, there's there's always something you can do, you know? Even just, share, even just sharing posts, especially on Instagram, from other accounts that you may follow. Um, I know, Andy, you said you followed before you said you followed an account that that like um talked about or jackfruit yeah jack yeah jackfruit yeah um yeah. like for accounts like that or similar to that like just even just sharing posts or whatever the case is like that's that's something too um dude th- there's been so many times i've seen on social media and may- maybe it's not all like race related but it was just something that was said that was, you know, short-sighted and not the whole truth. And it was just really ignorant. And I was about to type something up a lot of times, but I always end up deleting it because I'm always like, what, why am I doing this? I'm just fueling my rage and I'm not really going to change this guy's mind, which is unfortunate, you know, because if I had more willpower, I, I can like, spend the next three days replying to that same comment which i don't really want to spend my time doing uh, is this like a con- another comment you saw and you're thinking about replying to it or you're talking about someone dm'd you or something you saw yeah yeah this is a like a public uh comment oh. and then 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I've done that before with like other issues and stuff. And it was just, it's those moments where, you know, people, when people debate, they, they're only listening to, mm-hmm. to figure out what they want to respond with, not really listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just one of those moments. And all the times which I do want to reply to something, it's always going to be like that. I feel like that's, that's, um, you know what? That's actually, yeah. Damn. That's, that's a good point you brought up because that's something I struggle with too. Um, I, and the thing is, I know in the back of my mind, I know, like you said, it's not going to change their mind because those are the type of people who obviously don't give a shit and they just want to like, they just want to confirm their own racism without actually being called a racist, which is funny to me because that's what they are. Right. Usually. Um, at the same time, even though I know that, and that's not like really doing anything in the bigger picture, I just like making people look stupid. Like I don't, <laughs> I really don't. At this point, I don't care if it doesn't change their mind. I just want them to know that they're a fucking idiot, and then I'm making them look stupid. That might not be your case. I mean, yeah, it's it's whatever. Like if it's if it's productive or not, and you don't feel like it is productive, then yeah, don't do it. But that's just because I I think about that too. I'm like, should I even bother replying? Mostly on TikTok because people will say some dumb shit. Mm. And yeah. especially with, with the way TikTok comments work, they're like, there's a really strict character count. And so you can't, I can't like fully articulate what I want to say to make them look stupid. So sometimes it's like really shorthand and like, all right, well, I guess I won't just, and like, like you, I'll just delete it and be like, all right, well, I'm not even going to say it. Or like, if I said it, I'll just delete it after the fact. But in, in that case, like sometimes I also think like, I don't know. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't. It might not change anything, but I still feel like that's also kind of important in its own way. Um, at the very least, it helps you as a person articulate your points better, so you know when more more people, especially if it's in person, if some someone says some True. dumb shit, you're able to tell them like, instead of just like cussing them out, you can tell them in a very articulate way that they're a fucking idiot and they're racist. But yeah, yeah. I mean. All that to say, like, look, man, we need all need, we all need to work together. We all need to advocate for each other and have true solidarity. Because before we can actually make changes in our respective communities, then we also need to respect each other's communities, or else that's not mm-hmm. gonna happen. Because yeah, we need to band together. I, I, I remember one band together. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember one thing. Um, you, you know what? I told you guys I I was a fellow for Caper Capital, which has a lot to do with um, positive social impact and diversity right and and one one comment that they said i forgot what the context was but you know it was like in a meeting or whatever but it's it's not only just about diversity and to allude to what you guys said it's about being inclusive right because if, as a company you can be diverse have all these you know different races that work under you but like you have to include them with the opportunity not just say oh we we hired you because we have to make this quota, right? It's about being inclusive. And to your point, being with your community, being having that solidarity, for instance, the, 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 the Asian and black community being inclusive and not just, just being there, just being there as, as a diverse people. Right. But also being included in, in each other's narratives was exactly, just, it's just as important. That's, that's the key. That's the key phrase you just said right there, including each other in your, in your narratives. Yeah, man that man that's deep i think we can um unless you guys unless you guys have anything else else to say then i think we can just end it there no mortal combat oh <laughs> oh mortal combat pa- sorry backup we want to end it on a positive note 
because that's all depressing stuff, right? And it's serious. So, so we go to Mortal Kombat so, with like extreme, <laughs> extreme violence, violence. And fatalities. The reason why this is positive, though, is because most of the actors in this movie are Asian. And yeah. speaking, we were talking about Asian, or we we're talking about media representation, but specifically, this is for Asian representation in media, mm-hmm. and that's that. Like I said, that's super important. It, alone, I mean, that's not enough reason alone to like support the movie and watch it, but that is important in itself. And dude, it just. I don't know about you, but I thought the trailer was really dope. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was expecting to be whatever because, you know, most movies that mm-hmm. do a oh, yeah. movie on a game is like trash. Your expectations but... always have to be low at the start. Like, <laughs> yeah. you never raise yeah. your expectations, yeah. dude. Yep. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it's the only thing that I noticed, and this is my not, to, I, I realized it wasn't that big of a deal. I noticed that Johnny Cage wasn't in it. Um, oh, he's not? It, he's not in the trailer, at least. Oh, and I was reading some stuff, and they were saying like he probably won't be in the movie, um, and dang. and the reason why is because he in even in I guess in the if you don't want to compare it to the original movie and the games also, he acted as the surrogate audience character, and that's what Cole is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and uh, the person I was reading an article, they were talking about it, and they were like, also in the current day and age, like I don't know how well it'll go over if there's a white character, um, and I was like, that's not even. That's like, um, I was telling MJ, like, that's like, um, it's going too far. Like, yeah. It's like, that's like a performative yeah. social justice issue. Like no one actually, like no one's gonna be like Johnny Cage is in this. What? That's Asian, uh, erasure. Like <laughs> you're not, that's not good for like, dude, he's the character. Right. Like, he's actually white. Yeah. He's a <laughs> yeah. white character who's existed since and the plus, beginning. Like Sonya Blade is there. Yeah. She's white. Right. She's in yeah. It. That's what I said. Yeah. I was like, isn't she and, white? But yeah, I guess cause she's and, a woman. So it's like another. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, true. that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, did you know the the actor that plays Liu Kang? Um, is from that Power Rangers movie. <laughs> yeah, in, in I the, looked that new, up yesterday. The new to Mortal Kombat. The, the reboot. Wait, what? Yeah, the reboot Power Rangers. He was in in, in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. What? Good for him. Man. He's the Black Ranger. <laughs> Damn. Look, man. I don't. I. I don't keep up with Power Rangers anymore. I don't know. <laughs> It's a movie, right? I'm not... yeah. yeah, I'm just looking at the IMDb right now. Okay. Yeah, it's the one with that girl, that singer. Oh yeah, dude, that singer girl. The <laughs> singing in the shower girl, the song. Oh, uh, uh, Becky G. Yeah, yeah, she's in there. She's oh, one of my... the. Oh yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this now. I remember. I remember. I remember when it came out. I was like, wait, she's in this. Yeah, she's one okay. of the girls. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to know what's, what's hella funny? So. I'm I'm on IMDb on Mortal Kombat page, and to the right, there's a little widget that says "Seeing Double Celebrity Doppelgangers," <laughs> and it has Anne Hathaway with Daisy Edgar Jones. <laughs> I'm not familiar I, with. See, but it's like, what the it's hell? a thing, we were man. Just talking about this. White people, it's the thing with white people too, man. Yeah, it's the FBI. You. Yep. Oh look! Oh my God! And I click see more galleries, and there's hell of people. Lord have mercy. Holy shit! On our souls. Will Arnett. And Patrick Wilson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, they have forehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, dude, there's hella guys. Tell, I told you, and they're all bro. white. <laughs> they're all white, like legit. I'm saying, I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Um, yeah, Mortal Kombat though, it looks dope. I want to see it. My favorite character, is Scorpion, because he's a badass and his backstory is tragic. But, dude, how, how, 
what did you think about Scorpion saying get over here? Oh. They, they really mess with his voice. Yeah, it was weird. People were I I mean, I'm like whatever about it. It wasn't that big of a deal to me, but some people didn't like yeah. it because they were like, it doesn't sound like the the original, which first the of original, all, like, yeah. yeah, it's not going to because unless they do like a voiceover dub after the fact. I know. But like, it's a video game and they're translating it to movie format. It's going to try to be, I mean, granted, it's very gr- grotesque still, but they're going to try to like not make it so over the top. <laughs> and the whole get over here phrase is like, pretty over the top the way it's delivered in the original game so it did sound weird though i was like i didn't expect him to say it like that <laughs> like, <laughs> and then also i don't know if that was shang sung at the end saying finish finish him right and then it showed like a it was like a montage at the end of the trailer of them doing like fatalities oh, basically yeah 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 i don't know that was kind of oh, a man they should a weak finish him to be honest but yeah they, they should have bought back uh johnny tsunami's yeah. dad <laughs> Yeah, dude. I, people in the comments <laughs> were like, "Oh, I I know who my Shang Tsung is," or some shit like that. And I know, I was right? Like, dude, yeah. He's perfect, Stupid. man. Now, he really was. He has the charisma. <laughs> he really he sold the even though that movie was pretty yeah. terrible, he sold the hell out of that role. Yeah, your soul is mine. You're like, what the? F- <laughs> and then, hey, Bono, <laughs> freaking Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> it's yeah. like what a one eighty. I know that's funny. So yeah, man, it looks good. I can't wait. But yeah, uh, I think we should end it there. Because that movie, Asian representation, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so thank you guys for listening, for sticking around. If you like this episode, if we said something that you thought was cool or funny or stupid, you know, follow us if you don't already. Share it with a friend, family member, you know the deal. And please advocate for other people as much as you do yourself. And if you don't have the mental capacity, or I don't know that's the wrong term. If you don't have the <laughs> emotional <laughs> reserves to spread across multiple issues, that makes sense. Focus on your own community. And then when you have the time and the ability to, then you, you know, help other people. But yeah. Any, anything else you guys want to say in closing? Yeah. Just uh, thank you for educating us. I mean, Talk talking about that history and stuff, and you know, it's it's an important stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I try. It, it was a very condensed version, just because I didn't want to bore people yeah. with too many facts. But no, yeah, I, I get it. It's it's so much more complex, yeah, and dude. you can spend hours on this topic. Seriously. And that, that that's why like there's grad programs on this yeah. stuff. Right? <laughs> exactly. so, True. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Really good point. All right. Well, nothing else to say then. We're gonna don't say be peace racist. out. Yeah. Don't be racist. <laughs> don't, just in case don't you forgot. Be racist. Don't be a no. racist. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, peace out everybody. We love you. Later. Bye.